0: Greetings, greetings, friends. Welcome back to Hospitality Hacks Pro Podcast. Welcome to another solo episode with your host, Tasha Jackson. That's me. Uh, If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. Uh, Sometimes it's just me. We're talking about uh, issues related to culinary arts and hospitality or topics related to culinary arts and hospitality. Other times we're interviewing people in and around the industry, all right? Today, I'm going to talk to you for about 10 minutes on a couple of the keys found in this book, Above Average Service, okay? There's 10 keys in the book. We're going to talk about three today. Um, I'm going to think through (laughs) a couple of experiences I've had over the past couple of weeks in several different restaurants, okay? I'm not going to name the restaurants. (laughs) I'm going to call them A, B, and C. A, B, and C, okay? Very different experiences across all three restaurant outings, all right? Um, just as a little background, all visits had two or more people, two or three people. Um, restaurant A was a uh, notch above um, <clears throat> casual dining, kind of upscale dining experience, but not quite fine dining. Uh, B was a fine dining experience, and C was a casual or family dining experience, all right? Um just different across the board. Some things went really well at all three. Uh, A couple of things were hit and miss. So let's dig in. Okay. And if you're a restaurant manager, owner, operator, um, these are some of the things you should be looking and listening for with your team. What are they doing and saying at the table? What are you training them to do and say at the table? Okay. Are you having pre-shift meetings? and talking to them, and role-playing, and giving them the tools to be successful? That's the question you should ask yourself, okay? So uh, key two is rapport, all right? And and there's so many different ways to um, kind of attack rapport. Uh, it's really based on the individual. There are a couple of basic fundamental things you can train your team um, to do. I'll like talk if they draw a blank, talking about the weather, talking about something somebody has on. Ooh, I like your glasses, nice sweater. All right, um, asking them what they did today prior to coming into the restaurant. A lot of ways to build rapport, okay? Um, but and in the book, I think there's even a list, like a little index, uh, if I'm not mistaken. All right, now, um, restaurant A, there was there was some rapport building. There was some rapport billing. Uh, I wasn't super floored by it, but the attempt uh was halfway there. It was halfway decent. And then that rapport segued into kind of a general ask for an appetizer and a drink order. Okay. So key two um key two equals build rapport. All right. It was just okay here. It was just okay at restaurant A, and then the point of building rapport is that if I build rapport with you, um, you know, then I ask you for something, you're more likely to say yes. You're more op- likely to opt in, all right? Uh, and so, you know, that's why it's a crucial first step uh, in the table greet. Crucial first step. You go from rapport building, hello, welcome. You know, you do your greet. You go from the rapport building to Now, let's talk about appetizers. Now, let's talk about drinks. Now, I'm going to suggest something specific. And you're going to say yes because we're cool. We're friends now. Right. Um, So it was just okay. And the lead in to the ask for the appetizer was very, uh, very general. Okay. Restaurant B. um, Here's what I love. Here's what I loved about Restaurant B. Okay. This server was magnificent all across the board, all right? And um, she anticipated our needs before we knew we needed them, okay? So when we sat down, uh, it was dimly lit, <clears throat> and it was it was dinner time, dimly lit, and they had these little lamps on the table um, in lieu of, like, candlelight or something. It was these little lamps, and I could see the tables around us, that the lamps weren't on, but ours wasn't. So I'm fiddling with the lamp. I like to have light when I'm reading. So I'm attempting to look at the menu, straining a little bit, fiddling with the lamp. Lamp's not turning on. I'm like, oh man, uh, party foul, right? Uh, so I'm like, hmm, do I wait? Do I get the lamp on the table next to me? I'm like looking around. I hadn't seen the server yet at this point. Server comes up with lamp in hand right before i even know your name you already see me struggling with the lamp right and you walk up hey my name is beautiful smile table greet awesome anticipating my needs you saw me struggling i'm like oh points already let's go right let's go uh and so um it was it was it was really that being proactive anticipating needs Don't wait for me to ask. You see I'm struggling. Go for it. Now, if I was going to be nitpicky, right, I could say, well, maybe they should have checked the lamp prior to seating the table, especially since this was more of a fine dining experience. Um, You know, that's very, very, very nitpicky, though. That's super nitpicky, which I can do, but we're not going to. Points. We got points for the lamp. Uh, that was rapport building, even then, right? And then we segwayed to uh, very specific um, menu guidance, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, and into the appetizer order. So it was nicely done. It was nicely done. Uh, Restaurant C, whew, uh, it was rough. This whole experience actually was kind of rough. Writing um, here just uh, lackluster. Lackluster experience. Okay, um, again, this was a family casual dining experience. I went to the restroom to wash my hands. Come back to the table. Presumably, the server already in her, introduced herself to the other two guests in the party. I'm assuming. Um, I asked later. It was a little, <laughs> it was a little fuzzy. Um, but when I walked up, she was at the table. Hey, how you doing? It's me. You know. Oh, okay. Um did she even respond to the hey, to the hello? <clears throat> I don't recall to be honest, if there was a response. What I do recall is the very the the, the first thing I remember her saying is uh, <clears throat> can I get you something to drink? Can I get you something to drink? And that is um the epitome of an average experience. Y'all excuse me watching the cough drop. That is the epitome of an average experience question and i'm sure you've heard it a hundred times before you sit down server asks can i get you something to drink average that's average no suggestions no saying what your favorite thing is no any of that not how we generate sales lackluster okay so key to report building building rapport with the intent of, okay, building rapport with the intent of segueing to the sale. All right, so that's key two. All right. We're going to talk about, again, we're only going to talk about three. We're not going to run through all 10 today, but key five is the other one I wanted to talk about. Okay. <clears throat> key five is all about being a menu guide. Okay. Okay. When someone is a menu guide, <clears throat> they're not just putting the menu or the QR code in front of you and letting you decide what to do. When someone is a menu guide, they are literally holding your hand through the available options. Okay. Um, they're trying to figure out what you like, whether you've been there before or not. That ties into rapport. You can figure that out during the rapport building as well. If someone's been to the restaurant before, um, and the purpose of the guidance is the more well-versed the guest is and the more comfortable they feel with their decision, the, the higher the likelihood that they're going to be satisfied. Also, the higher the likelihood that um, you can get add-ons. You want to add shrimp to that pasta, right? Um, you ordered a steak, okay, You want the ribeye, you want the filet mignon, right? So we can help steer that person toward a higher ticket sale, a more pleasant experience, and a a more satisfactory experience because we're giving the guests what they want, okay? Um, So restaurant A, there was some confusion. Uh, The server was a solid server, okay? Uh, However... He uh, suggested a couple of items that had like, I think it was like limoncello or something, something of that nature. And um, and I jokingly was like, oh man, they they put that on everything, right? Uh, and I think by the time we got to the dessert course, there was a dessert that had limoncello and he was going hard with the limoncello for um, the drink order. A couple of things he threw. I was like, Oh, this is my favorite. This is really good. All my guests like this. And then we got to the dessert, and I'm like, Man, y'all really like utilizing that limoncello. And he was like, It's really not that good. And I'm like, But didn't you just, how would you, what you were selling it hard <laughs> at the beginning? I don't know. I was confused. At that point, I was over it anyway. We were almost done. So, okay. Yeah. But, you just be true, like teach your servers to be tr- to to speak honestly, right? So I don't know if you like it or didn't like it, cause you're all over the place, right? Um, if it's something you don't like, uh, you can say no. I wouldn't say yo, that's gross. Don't get that. Um, but I would uh, a line I've used before is like, you know what? That's not my favorite thing, but what I really love is this, <coughs> and then steer that person to the thing, to the more popular thing or the thing that you feel honestly about. Because if you promote something, sell something, the guest tries it, doesn't like it, they're looking at you now. Like, you told me this was your favorite thing. You told me this was good. I trusted you. We built rapport. (laughs) I trusted you with this decision, right? And so um, you always want to sell things that you feel confidently about, right? Um, Restaurant B, Um, this server, this server was just on it. Okay. Um, any question that was thrown at her was answered. Um, well-versed in the menu. We asked for a couple of things that were off menu, made it happen. Uh, I think there was like, it was like a topping. It was something. What was it? It was like a crispy... Was it like a fried onion or something crispy? It was an element, like a garnish on the appetizer. And we were like, this is really good. Can we get like a bowl of this? (laughs) Let me see what I can do. That's not on the menu. Made it happen. I mean, um, the server also went as far as to um, the other guests in the party got a whole fish. When the entrees came out. Um, I don't recall if she, I don't recall if she said anything about it being a whole fish. I think it was, I think it was listed on the menu, whatever the case. Um, when the entrees came out, the server went as far as to say, do you need any help with that? And cut the fish off the bone. I was like, yeah, yeah, we came to the right place. Right. Um, and that's that's that was just an elevated, elevated service experience, right? Elevated service experience. Uh, I did that one time when I was a server at Red Lobster. I think it was like a young kid that ordered crab legs. Entree came out. They clearly had no idea what was going on. Um, so I brought a tray jack over. Tray got some gloves, suited up. I had time that day um could put the gloves on cracked a pound of crab legs and gave them to the to the guests they did pretty well when you elevate that that menu guide experience (sighs) money in the bank for the server and for the restaurant um third restaurant it was confusion again it was confusion over here And I'm not even going to write Confusion again. I'm just going to put a sad face. (laughs) Um, One of the guests in the party wanted to make a substitution. Uh, The server said, "Uh, we can't do that substitution because um, chicken costs more than shrimp. We wanted to take away shrimp on something and add chicken. First of all, when, whenever has chicken cost more than shrimp? Secondly, you just you sound crazy. like if you aren't sure, or if there's another reason that you're like go check. <laughs> like, don't just say stuff. go go check and see if something is possible, right. Um, that's part of being a menu guide. If you don't know ask somebody, just be honest hey, I'm not really sure if I can do that or I've been instructed that I can't do that, but I, let me ask the manager if it's okay this one time. There's a lot of ways around that, okay? Sad face. Okay, all right, last key we're going to talk about, and I'm past my 10-minute time, I said, but we're going to talk about communication, okay, real quick. Because I got homework to do. <laughs> key 10 is communication. Key 10 is communication. Super, super, super key. Not just the communication between the server and the guest, but between the host and the guest, between the food runner, between the manager. Okay, um, All three of these restaurant experiences, there was a table touch by the manager, which I was like, yes, bring back table touches because there's so many managers that no longer do these. Okay, um, But it's important. It's important to get a pulse on what's going on in your dining room, in your restaurant, if you're the manager, operator, owner, by going and talking directly to the guests, right? Um, that's part of communication. We want to put all the pressure on the server or the cashier. It's part of our job as operators as well, okay? Um, so I gave everybody props because there was a table touch, but there was different styles happening. what what each of these table touches okay the first table touch um the manager was talking to us like we were the homies okay like yeah girl right let me slide in the booth and lean in i'm all breathing on your plate (laughs) i'm not the homie okay i don't want that i don't want that as part of my experience Okay. No, thank you. I want to keep it. Now, not to say it can't be light, not to say it can't be friendly or any of that, but at a certain, there's a line that should not be crossed. It should still be professional. Okay. I don't want to be the homie. I want there to be a healthy dialogue, a friendly dialogue. We can even talk about things outside of the restaurant, outside of the menu, but Then walk away. (laughs) So this manager probably stopped at our table five times at least. That's a lot. You know, that's too much. So, you know, if you want to check in in the middle of the court, like each course, appetizers have been cleared. Now the entrees coming out. You want to check after entrees go away. Dessert comes out. Okay. If it's slow, you don't have anything else to do. (laughs) All right. And no other tables to talk to. But five, six times, that's too much. Okay. That's too much. Um, Second experience. Okay. Um, I mean, um, the manager was super polished. Very professional. Um, he could have gave a little bit more energy, but it was like no problem with that experience. Checked in. How's the food? How's the server? Everything going great. Da 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 da. da. You know had and when he walked away, it was like man should have told him how great the service was. You know, um, but good experience, right? Third, third restaurant. <clears throat> the manager came up. He did not introduce himself as the manager. Our server had disappeared. Um, didn't know where she was. Apparently, she was somewhere else on a party. Um, but he, there was a server that came in between the appetizer and the entree, who's like the appetizer and the entree, who stopped and said, "Hey, just checking on y'all. Is everything okay?" We're like, "Wait, we no food," you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? he's like all right and then he went away I was like okay did our server have an emergency need to leave like what's happening we didn't know then our food took an extraordinarily long time manager came out we didn't know it was the manager person comes out runs us the food hey here's your food da, 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 da. okay you know um, what's going on <laughs> Like, did our server desert us What's happening? Um, he proceeds to throw the server all the way under the bus. Like I've had to talk to her multiple times about her guest service. She's not one of our best performers. I'm paraphrasing. But um, basically he was, seems like he was at his wit's end with this particular server. And we got to hear all about it. And um, prior to that um the other um guests in the party asked hey can we speak to a manager because our food took an abnormal amount of time that's when we found out he was like oh I am the manager okay and then that's when he went in on the tirade like why what's going on our food took a long time you know service has been shaky we don't know what's going on um and all that all that all that Right. Um, So I'm just going to say server under the bus. You know, the thing is, um, if you've ever heard that saying, like, if you're going to complain, complain up. Right. So if you're a manager, operator, owner. You shouldn't talk about your service to other servers or any of your team to other team members or to the guests. Like if you have. Something you need to get off your chest. Talk to the other managers. Talk to your restaurant owner friends. Talk to me. Call me. Text me. (laughs) Don't dump on your guests. Don't dump on your other team uh, team members. Like, that's big, big no-no. So, we didn't know he was the manager. Finally, through the course of the conversation, figured it out. Proceeds to throw his server under the bus. And then we're like, well, what... What's gonna happen? What can you do for us? Uh, other guests on the party goes. Does that mean free dessert? He's like, I'm giving you free dessert and discount on the check and da I'm so sorry. Blah blah blah, 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 blah blah blah. So he recovered. I can't even say he recovered because I will never go there again. It was it was it was just too bad from beginning to end. Like. So it wasn't even a full recovery. You kind of just gave some stuff away, you know. So if you're going to do a recovery, make sure you've recovered the guests to the point that they will come back and give you another try. Otherwise, you're just throwing money down the toilet if you're giving away free stuff. All right. Um, so that's key two, key five, key ten. My takes based on these three experiences. There's more in each of those keys that could be dove into, but we're not going to do it today. Um, But if you have questions, comments, concerns, you know what to do, drop them down low. If you have not liked, comment, or subscribed, do that too. All right. Thank you for watching. All right. And if you're interested in the other 10 keys, the link to the book will be somewhere. Um, I'm currently not accepting new consulting clients. However, at some point in the new year, uh, it will be opened up. And these are the kind of things we talk about. Okay. The 10 keys, how we can teach our team to utilize them um, to increase sales and also to increase the return of your guests over time. Okay. Because returning customers, those repeat guests, those are the ones that keeps the light on for us. The people who come once a year, they're not the ones that's keeping the lights on for us. It's those repeat guests who come in continuously over and over and over, who become your ambassadors, who tells their family, friends, neighbors, people they work with. Hey, have you heard about such and such and such spot? That's my spot. Right. Those are the people that help keep the lights on. Those are the people we want to pay the most attention to and use our keys to make sure they are fully satisfied and have a fantastic experience. Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you. See you next week for another episode of Hospitality Hacks Pro Podcast. We out.